I've called this morning Keeping the Main Thing, the Main Thing, a title I've heard somewhere, it's a, you know, many places before, but we're in Matthew 10, so if you have a Bible, why don't you head to the Gospel of Matthew and uh, chapter 10. We have finished our series, uh, Life, on, Life in the Spirit. Next week, we're starting a new series um, through the book of Romans uh, for, um, I don't know, a number of weeks uh, until August, I think. Um, so that'll be fun. So this is kind of a, just a, a, a gap week. Um, and uh, yeah, so I just felt led to some, script, some, some passages in, uh, in Matthew 10 and Matthew 11. Uh, while you're turning there... Um, do you notice, I'm sure you have, that we're, we're shaped by our surroundings, aren't we? By our environments. You may have heard the, uh, the, the illustration or the story of a, of a frog. If you put a frog in, uh, in, kind of, you know, in cold water, but then gradually bring the temperature up, the, the frog kind of thinks, oh, this is, this is nice, this is comfortable, doesn't really notice what's going on, and if that water is allowed to get hot enough, boils alive. Um, but we're, you know, we're affected by our surroundings and our environment, whether we know about it or not. Um, and we live in a very secular culture, don't we? You know, we can, and, and we can so easily get carried along by the, by the currents of culture. I remember once, uh, I, I did a little bit of, uh, to a very poor standard, messing around really, a little bit of windsurfing, uh, and uh, very, very poor standard. Anyway, I remember kind of, you know, getting up and pulling the sail up, and trying to, you know, get going, and falling in, and repeat, 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 um, and you're sort of so focused on, on trying to stay on the board, trying to get back on the board, trying to pull the sail up, trying to not fall off. Um, if you keep doing this for a while and the wind is going, you can suddenly, even if you're not actually sailing, you're just drifting, you can suddenly find yourself a long way out. And a few times, uh, you know, I've had to kind of wave for help and have the boat kind of, you know, come and pull me back because I can't good enough to sail back to, to shore. But my point is you can easily, uh, without realising, find yourself just drawn along and a long way from where you thought you were, from where you wanted to be and needed help to get back. And so the same can be true for the, the currents around us in society, whether they be uh, just, just culture or media, social media. These things are, are powerful and, and, and we don't always notice the effect they can have on us and if we allow them to take us along, we can suddenly end up a long way away from where we actually thought we were, where we want to be headed because of these currents. Maybe, um, you know, you might, you might graduate or, or start a new job or, you know, kind of big milestones things, you know, move to a new city, get married, start a family, all good things, but they can, they can stretch us, uh, they can require a lot from us, um, and that in, it, in itself it isn't, it isn't wrong, but we can make, because they, they need, need so much of us, and because to society those things are so important, aren't they? You know, career and, and relationships and family, those things are, are so ultimately important that we can make them ultimately important ourselves. You know, our career can become ultimately important to us, our education, our, our relationship, our family. These things are important, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they're not important, they are, they matter. But we can find ourselves, like, like culture around us, making them ultimate things. And it's not where we want to be. We end up far from where we want to be as God's people. The currents might be, you know, other people's expectations, family expectations or friends' expectations or your own expectations. They might be financial pressures, especially at the moment, you know, with the cost of living crisis, just the pressure to, well, I have to get this promotion. I have to, to, to do this because otherwise, you know, I feel the pressure. And these are powerful, powerful currents. I remember once another, uh, this time splashing around in the sea in um, 
in Hawaii, of all places, a long time ago. And, and I kind of been warned that there were some strong currents, but um, I felt as though I'm a good swimmer, and I would notice these strong currents and out splashing around. And um, it looks pretty calm. It looked like a mill pond, you know. I mean, it was Pacific, but it looks pretty. And uh, I thought, um, I'd be all right. And, and then suddenly, you just, you, 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 you feel as that you, you, you can't come back, you want to come back in. And suddenly you realize, oh, actually, it, it was quite powerful. I was just being, being swept along in it. And now I only notice quite how powerful it is when I try to, to come back, when I try to swim back. And suddenly I, I realized I wasn't such a strong swimmer as I thought I was. And these powerful currents that I was trying to go against were beta coming towards me. It's so much easier, isn't it, just to, to go along with the flow, to be carried along by the current than it is to plot a different course, than it is to plot... And so Jesus wants to just give us a couple of challenges um, this morning, um, and uh, uh, hence keeping the title, keeping the main thing, the main thing, because I think some so often I think we can look at what's right in front of us, and that's the main thing, or perhaps the next thing ahead, that is the main thing, and if, it's, if, if we're at uni, it's, it, it's, it's passing uni, that is the main thing right now, that is the ultimate thing for me right now, or if it's getting a job, or a better job, or uh, getting married, or starting a family, that right now is, is what's front and centre in my heart and in my thinking, and that right now is it's ultimate, and as I say, it's not that those things aren't important, but, but they become ultimate to us. Family or retirement, these things can be, oh, that, that's what's ahead of me. That's, that's what's front and center in my life and in my thinking. And they become ultimate things. And the main thing becomes whatever we're chasing after at that time. Yeah, you with me? And as Christians, we're called to be disciples. We're called to follow Jesus, not just to be churchgoers, but it's, a, it's our mission, the Great Commission, to make disciples. And we're disciples. And in the same way, as just as though... Being a member of a gym doesn't really doesn't change anything, does it? I mean, I uh, oh, confession time. So uh, I'm a member at a sports park, UEA, just over there, on the the cheapest possible membership possible. Why? Because I never go. Okay. Because I never go. Um, and it, so there's almost no point to it, right? Because I never go. I, might, I probably ought to cancel it. Um, what's my point? Um, the, the same is true for us in that in, in, we're called to follow Jesus. Simply coming to church, if it's just about coming to church on a Sunday, there's, there's almost no point. There's al- it's almost like being, being a, a member of a gym and never going, right? Because it's about all of being a disciple is about the rest of our life, not just a couple of hours on a Sunday. Um, so, let's read from a couple of passages uh, that Jesus speaks of. One, I'm afraid, is a bit of a slap in the face that Jesus sometimes does. One is, is, a, is a wonderful warm embrace. So, uh, bear with me through the slap in the face. We will get to a warm embrace um, uh, in a little while. So, Matthew 10 and verse 37. Jesus, speaking to his disciples, says, Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. And the bit I want to spend a bit of time in, whoever finds their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Ouch. What he's saying is if, if you're doing everything in your power to make it, you know, to kind of make it to the top, uh, to get the, the perfect spouse, the, the lucrative job, uh, the big house, all the right connections, guess what? You lose. You lose. The biggest gainers are the biggest losers. And the cross, folks, it, it changes everything. 
God having revealed himself in the person of work of Christ, uh, if we then, we're willing then to come to, to him and say, Jesus, I give you my life. My everything is yours. Here's my life. It's all yours. I'll go wherever you have me go. I'll, I'll do what you'll have me do. I'll give what you would have me give. I'll suffer what you'd have me suffer. Then the beautiful irony of the kingdom upside down life is that we'll find true life. As we give away our life following him in devotion to him, we find our true life and rewards in the life to come. So my question, or Jesus' question to us this morning is, what will we choose? What will we choose? Will we choose to be captured along in, that, in these powerful currents that would, would make these, these, you know, finding your life in the sense of, of, of job, career, all these things that really aren't to be ultimate things, yet we make them ultimate things. Would we allow ourselves to be swept along in the current of those things? Hey, the main thing are those things, you know, things that, that frankly don't last, don't offer fulfillment, ultimate fulfillment. Or will we lose our life because we found it in Jesus? No, sorry. Will we, just find, <laughs> will we say no to those things and find our true life in Jesus? Those things, they're not bad. They're all good things. But they're not to be ultimate things. And we know they're ultimate things because when, when they, get, when they sh- get shaken, and they do, whether it's your finances, whether it's your career, whether it's your education, whether it's your relationship, whether it's your family, uh, we, we know they're ultimate things because when they're shaken, and they, they all will sooner or later, we're ruined because our, our hope, our confidence is, is in those things. And, and it's not to say that, that, that it doesn't hurt when, those things, when we're following Jesus and he's our ultimate. It's not to say when those things shake, it doesn't hurt. But, but we're not ruined like we are. If we, when they're ultimate things. They're good things, but they're not to be the foundation on which we build. You probably all know the, uh, the story of the, um, the, man who build, the wise man who builds his house on the rock. Um, but when the, when the rubber, you know, the other guy who doesn't, uh, but when the rubber hits the road, right, when, 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 what foundation are we building our lives on? Yeah, what foundation? When we're, when we're building habits into our life, what foundations are we building our life on? When we're, when we're looking at the diary and we're, you know, we're planning our diary and we're planning our time, what, what foundation are we building our lives on? What habits are we building in? When we're looking at jobs and careers, you know, are we looking at, well, the, let's look at the, 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 the salary of that one and the, the benefits of that one, or are we, are we looking at which one is going to allow me most effectively to serve the, serve the Lord and follow Jesus? With our, with our kids, with our, for those who've got children, are we, you know, are we looking to, to go along with, with culture? Or, or are we looking to maximise our kingdom influence into our children's lives? I reckon I've got, I mean, Thea's three now, it's flown by. I reckon I've got like another 10 or so years, right, of real kind of shaping before uh, job's done. You know, mould is set, right, uh, as, far as, I, as far as I go. I trust the Lord and the Holy Spirit to continue the work. Um, but, I mean, that is a short amount of time, right, to, 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 to shape your children, to bring them up in the way, right? It's a short amount of time. And, and we want to we be those, Natalie and I, we want to be those who, who shape our, our children, our family, with kingdom-first priorities. And so it means modelling something in our own lives that isn't always necessarily easy or comfortable. Because we want to see our children make good decisions and follow him. To find their lives in him, even if it means, on the face of it, losing out to, um, to some things. These might seem like really tiny, insignificant things, but, but if we're to seek him first, it's super important to follow him. 
Uh, of course, Natalie and I don't always get it right, I might uh, hasten to add. Um, and so if we really want to find true life, it means losing our life for the sake of Jesus. It means saying no to some things, following a, uh, plotting a course that's very different to the, the world and the culture around us. Pursuing a different course than the world and the culture around us. Okay, that was the first bit. Um, the second challenge that Jesus uh, has for us, and maybe in some part this is because of what I've just, what I've just said um, but life is busy, right? Yeah, life is busy. And um, uh, I'm sure, you know, during coffees before and, and probably afterwards, somebody might have said to you, how are you doing? Or there have been conversations. I guarantee at least half of the answers would have been, I'm tired, right? Whether they've got children, young children or not, the answer would have been, I'm tired, I'm busy, right? Life is, is busy, life is stressful, it's tiring, uh, there's anxiety, and, um, and that's all that's all. Legit, you know, me too. Life, life can be difficult. Life can be hard. Life can be painful. Um, but where, where will we go in search of, of help, in search of relief? Because life is hard. Life is difficult. There's no shame in, in that, in, in, in saying, oh, I find life hard and difficult. We all do. Where do we go in search of, of help and relief? Well, again, Jesus, chapter later in this time, Matthew 11, verse 28, says this. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. There's that warm embrace, I promise, from Jesus. Come to me, all who are weary. Well, we all get weary, right? We all get weary. Life is hard. Life is difficult. Um, and I don't know about you, my, my temptation, um, as, as you know, we've got a you know, young family, and that adds to the, the busyness and the tiredness of, of life. Um, my temptation at the end of a day, when, when kind of uh, people have surrendered to sleep, the children have surrendered to sleep eventually, and uh, my temptation is, uh, like, is Netflix, and depending on quite how bad a day it's been, or the day of the week, I might add, um, a beer. And that's my, that's, that's my temptation. It's kind of, you know what, I need rest. I need rest from, from somebody, you know, bothering me to, to you know, uh, have their bottom wiped or, or, or something like that. I need rest from, from a, a constant kind of help, 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 do this. I need a rest. And you know what, my, my, my answer is, that I often reach for, is, is Netflix and, and a drink. Nothing wrong with that, okay? In, in the sense that those are good things to be enjoyed, okay? And, and there, is an, there is a degree of rest and pleasure that is totally legit in, in that. Um, but there's not really true rest. There isn't true rest and true fulfillment to be found in Netflix and a beer. Okay? There's some pleasure. There's some relief. I get that. But there's not real true rest and true refreshment and true nourishment to be found there. Not to, not to knock them, but there isn't. Um, and, and again, it's the cross. It changes everything. It changes, so first of all, it changes our priorities. It changes, you know, what, what the ultimate thing is. It's Jesus. And it changes also what, what fulfills us, what nourishes us. Suddenly those things, they don't, they don't really fulfill and nourish. Yes, they're fun and they do, they, I enjoy them, but they don't really nourish me and fulfill me. So, folks, if we want to be those who, who find our lives in him, who don't miss out on all that he, he have, has for us, then... Uh, and we don't want to be those that are swept along by kind of the, the, the current and the culture, then in fact we need to say no to some things and find our, our true rest and nourishment and fulfillment in him because Netflix or Disney Plus simply can't, can't do that. Yeah, 
It's good, they're good things. Love them. Love The Mandalorian. Oh, I love that show. But it's not going to... It's only on once a week, right? So nothing else It's only going to give me refreshment once a week. But it, it, it's not going to offer me true rest, true refreshment, true nourishment. It simply can't. Okay. We need to be found in him, feeding from him, his words, his Holy Spirit. Because that's where we find true refreshment, true nourishment. The lie of the enemy is, in those moments, and, and is, is I, you know, I'm too tired. I'm too tired to, to, to engage with, maybe it's the word, or uh, just spend some time with him. I'm, I'm too tired, or, or maybe the lie is, well, it doesn't really do anything for me. But those, folks, those things are lies. Those things are lies. It's the, it's the thing of what I, what I want versus what I need. Yeah? So I've, I've sometimes, being on it, trying to, instead of sitting down with, with Disney Plus and, and, and a beer, I've sit down there with my Bible or my Kindle. And honestly, to start with, what I want to do is Mandalorian and a beer, okay? And I still sometimes do that. But what I... When I start, that's what I want, but I keep pressing through, and I'm like, well, okay, that's, that's what I want, but actually what I need is a rest that, that goes deeper than, than those things, and a refreshment and a nourishment that goes deeper than those things. So, hey, there's his words. There's uh, a book that um, maybe, I'm, maybe a Christian book that I'm reading, something that's going to fulfill me and nourish me, because that's what I need. It's not always what I want. That's what I need. It's sometimes the battle of what I want in that moment versus what I need. Um, and again, these are different priorities for the kingdom. Different priorities. It's how the cross affects everything, how we spend our time, our finances, our desires. But I want to find my life in him. Even if it means seemingly losing it to other things in life, I want to find my life in him. I want to take him at his words that, that, that I will find true rest and refreshment and restoration in him not in anything else. And the Holy Spirit, it wasn't really meant to link into our, our preaching series of the life in the Spirit, but um, I noticed that it really does because, as I mentioned at the beginning, it's very, it's very hard swimming against the, the currents. You don't always realise you're, you're being swept along in a current until you try and go in a different direction. And then when you do, you realise, actually, it's, it's, it's a lot stronger, that current, than I, than I thought. But the, the good news of the Spirit is that he... The Holy Spirit helps us. Yeah? He helps us. And first of all, might reveal to us that, oh, you, you know, you've been caught up in a current there. You're, you're in a place where you don't necessarily want to be. And so he helps us by, by convicting us of that and pointing it out. But then he helps us to get out of there. Right? He helps us to, to, to go against those currents, to live a life that, that does put the kingdom first, that does prioritize kingdom first. He helps us to, to live in a way like that. Not to say we don't sometimes get it wrong. Of course we all do, but he helps us to live a life empowered by the Holy Spirit to get us swim our way out of that current. Yeah? Folks, our time, our time here is so short. The Bible speaks about it as being like a dew, morning dew, you know, on the grass. You see that in the morning? Sometimes there's dew and then by a few hours in the morning it's gone. Bible speaks about our life here being, being so short a time as that compared to eternity with Jesus. So my question is, are we going to focus, make, make ultimate things of work, life, career, uh, relationships, family, good things, not bad things, not to be um, ignored or, um, uh, yeah, not to, be, not, not, not to be ignored, but they're not to be ultimate things. We're not to be the foundations of our life. He's the only true and firm foundation 
And then we get to enjoy, the wonderful grace is that we get to enjoy those things more when we don't put them in a place of being ultimate in our lives. Because when we put those things in a place of being the most important thing, the main deal, they can never live up to that. No, no job can, no career can, no amount of money can, no relationship can, no family can, nothing can. They'll all eventually disappoint. But actually when we put him first and follow him first, we then get to enjoy those things in a, in a wonderful way because everything has its proper place. Let's, let's be those who live with our eyes fixed on eternity. Yeah? Fixed on eternity, fixed on a future with him, empowered by the Holy Spirit to live a kingdom-first life now. Not, not one that's just swept along by the culture. We find ourselves a long way from where we want to be, but, but one that puts him and the kingdom first. Should we stand? And Joe and Julia, are you able to uh, come back up? And we're going uh, to worship. I've loved this, um, I don't know about you, but I love this, this series we've just been preaching through, Life in the Spirit. I've, I've loved it. We've loved it. It's just been so, I felt it's been so good for us. I've said before, I think it's really um, foundational for us. It's not just a preaching series we're to, to move on from, but I think there's some real foundational truths for us that we're to, for all of us, that we're to get hold of and apply to our own lives. Um, and uh, I love the idea that the, the Spirit is with us in every moment. You know, it's not just about... Sundays or, or life groups during the week, but it's about uh, all of life. The Holy Spirit helps us. He doesn't just help us at now, he doesn't help us just on a, a Monday morning going into work or looking after the children at home or going into uni. He helps us in every area of our life. And he helps us reprioritize our lives when we get things out of, out of sequence a little bit and we end up chasing after something else or putting something else in that place that would really only have the, the, the place of Jesus, he helps us. He points it out and he helps us to live differently. He changes our desires. And I think that's my prayer for us this morning, really, is that the, 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 the Holy Spirit would, would just come and, uh, and transform our desires, where we are so quick to, to allow other things just to take that place of, of first and foremost in our hearts. I'd love the Holy Spirit just to come and uh, and changes. It's not just by grit and determination, but it's the, it's the transforming power of the Holy Spirit that changes our desires. Maybe you guys can start playing and, um, and I'll pray. We come to a, a very, a, a very, very gracious God who knows that our weaknesses and our failings knows our the corruption the corruption of our hearts knows our motives and our mixed desires and he's so gracious I love the way he just he, he comes after each of us and just draws us back to himself not chiding us for well, how did you get off over there chasing over that and, and far away from me over there but he gently just draws us back to him says, no, 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 those things aren't going to satisfy. Those things aren't going to ultimately lead you into a place of, of pleasure and fulfillment. Come to me. Come to me. Let those things find their proper place. And I believe this, this morning, I just, 
as, uh, as we were worshipping and uh, I just believe that the Holy Spirit just wants to, to come and meet, meet many of us right now, just where we are. And so I'm just going to pray. If, if you feel that's you, you just want the, the Holy Spirit, it's a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit's presence right now, transforming presence. Lord, I want to, to follow you. I want to run after you. I want to make you the main thing in my life, in my heart. Then I encourage you just to lift, like, just to lift your hands like me. I'm just going to pray and just, just wait a moment while the, while the band play behind me. Just, just wait on the Holy Spirit to come.